0: Hello podcast family, this is A.C. Turner with the Salvation Army in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And you are listening to the Above the Waves podcast, a show where we aim to inspire listeners through the example of love and service presented by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. In this week's talk, we will be continuing a new four-week series titled Unplugged and Available. This series is heavily based on the teachings in Matthew and Mark concerning Solitude and Sabbath, The Rest of God by Mark Buchanan, and The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. This series is meant to be a precursor to the 2023 Lenten season that will begin on February 22nd and end on April 6th. I hope that this series brings you peace and gives you ideas on how to declutter your soul so that you can have greater intimacy with Jesus. That's the goal of every Christian, is to have greater intimacy with our Savior. We want to know Him better, but there are so many things in life that crowd us out. Matthew 6, 25 through 26, Jesus is talking and he says, this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? You know, I think the big question here is, how valuable do you think you are to God? Worry destroys the simplicity that should be in our lives. We worry about everything. Will God meet my needs? Will God do this? Does God love me? And I know as Christians, we automatically say yes, but sometimes in our heart, we have problems trusting God. So the question is, what's really important in your life? Really down deep, what is important? You know, the Bible tells us where your treasure is, there your heart is. What takes most of your attention. Now in 2 Corinthians 1.12 Paul says this, Now this is our boast. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially in our relations with you with integrity and godly sincerity. We have done so relying not on worldly wisdom but on God's grace. The Greek word there that he uses for integrity is haplotes, and it means singleness or simplicity. It's keeping one thing in mind, in the forefront of our mind. This idea is repeated in James 1, 6 through 8. He says this, But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. We've got to prioritize to identify what's truly important in our lives and concentrate on that. We have to keep that singleness in mind. Uh, In a scripture verse uh, in Matthew 6:31 through 34 he, Jesus is continuing this thought he says so do not worry saying what shall we eat what shall we drink or what shall we wear for the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need him that's a very important statement right there but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Your Heavenly Father knows that you need these things. It doesn't surprise God. He's like, oh, I never thought of that. Our God has met all of our needs before we even needed him. He knows. He knows the end from the beginning. And that for us should be a very faith-building thing that he knows that we need him. And he cares about us. That right there, if we concentrate on that, should significantly reduce our worry and make our lives simpler. He also says, each day has enough trouble of its own. i got to confess here, I, I'm always worrying about tomorrow. I'm worrying about today. I'm worrying about yesterday. And, and what does he say? Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Because you see, the world has taken that concept and they've packaged it up all nicely and they call it mindfulness. There's nothing wrong with mindfulness or concentrating on the present. But scripture for thousands of years has had this concept. And if if we hold fast to that, we can trust God and our lives will be simpler. So what does it mean to be happy with our present life. 1 uh, Timothy 6, 6-8 six says this, True godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we cannot take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. There's a George Strait song that says, I've never seen a hearse with a luggage rack. We can't take it with us. In Luke 12, there's a wonderful story that, that really cuts, cuts to the heart of, of greed. Jesus is teaching, and somebody from the crowd yells out, Master, tell my brother to divide the estate with us. And Jesus says who made me a judge over those things and he says in in verses 15 through 21 beware guard against every kind of greed life is not measured by how much you own then he told them a story a rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops he said to himself what should I do I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know, I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones, then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods, and I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. You will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. It's important to know what Jesus is not saying here as much as what he is saying. He's not saying you should never save stuff. He's not saying that at all. What he's saying is, and he summed it up in verse 21, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. Now, if this guy, this rich man, had decided, look, I have a whole bunch of extra. It won't fit in my barns. I'm going to give it to help the poor. I'm going to give it to help my fellow man think that's why God prospers us is that he wants us to be a blessing to others that's why he blesses us now in this book that we talk about the ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer he gives this fact of there was a uh, economist and a psychologist who did a study they went over 450,000 uh, pot uh, went over 450,000 surveys and they came up with this conclusion yes money can help you be happy but only to a certain point point. and the figure they arrived at was $75,000 most of us would probably say you know I need more than that when we boil it down to what Jesus said food and clothing. And I might add shelter too. Food, clothing and shelter. All those others are just extras. You know we might want a big bass boat, we might want this, we might want to keep up with the neighbor, but what is the true cost of those toys? Not just a monetary amount, but what is the true cost You might have to work extra hours to pay for that bass boat, Uh, you'll have to keep it clean, you'll have to pay for upkeep on it, maintenance, and by the time you've had it for a year, it's probably costing you a lot more, and it's made your life complicated. Will it simplify or complicate your life? That, that is another question to ask. In 1 Timothy 2, 1-3, Paul is giving advice. And he says this, I urge you first of all to pray for all people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior. You might ask how does praying for others help simplify our lives? It never fails me when I feel like I am not blessed or I'm missing out on something, I've had a bad day. Praying for somebody else takes my focus off me. Poor me, poor me. When I pray for somebody else, there is something happens that my compassion goes out towards them and I'm not focusing on myself. He's saying here, pray for leaders, pray for kings. Um, Other verses talk about just lifting up your fellow man, just like Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4. Don't be selfish, don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. We should be thinking about others. Think about ways you can bless others. That will simplify your life to such a degree that that you will be amazed. So we've gone over several scripture verses. We've talked about simplifying our lives. We've talked about making Jesus your focus. So what should our response be to all these things? Hebrews 3, 7 and 8. The writer, I think it's Paul, but there is some some debate on that. But the verses 7 and 8, that is why the Holy Spirit says, Today when you hear His voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. Are you hearing His voice today? Then He's calling you to do something. He's calling you and I to make a choice. That choice in Deuteronomy 30:19 says, Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Not only do you make the choice between life and death, it affects you and your descendants. That's a way you can bless your family. So I hope today, after you hear these scriptures, that you will choose life. Don't harden your heart. We don't have to harden our heart in a way that says, I don't need God. We can just harden our hearts by saying, you know, I'll do it another time. But God is saying, respond today while it is still today. Choose life that you might live. I want to thank you for listening to the Above the Waves podcast with your host, AC Turner. We hope you enjoyed our study on simplicity. As always, you can head over to salvationarmyfs.org to sign up to our email list or visit us on Facebook at Sal Army Fort Smith. Thank you for joining us for this episode and come back next week as we study the topic of slowing. May God richly bless you.